What is Apple CEO Tim Cook cooking up? And I've got one card to rule them all. All that and more Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 4. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 145. Thanks for tuning in. Todd, big day in the world of Apple. I know there's a lot of listeners out there that um, are probably sitting on the edge of their seats listening to the show and saying, guys, tell us what Apple has brought to the universe today. Yeah, uh, big event. They had a lot of product announcements. Tim Cook took the stage and said, let's just get to it. We have so much to announce. Um, And I say we just take it in order. They started off slow with the Apple Watch. Uh, They really didn't have much to say other than uh, the Watch OS 2, version 2, is coming out September 16th, and that's going to enable native apps. Um, and then they went into all these new fashionable bands yes. that you can get. Um, did you have any other things to add to the to that? Because I thought it was more like a fashion show. Yeah, I, uh, I was excited about the band, uh, not bands as in uh, Linkin Park bands. So we're talking about bands that go on your watch. And as a guy who has two bands for his Apple Watch, um, you know, accessories are important. And uh, the fact that we have some more options, I think, is a solid play. I was, I was concerned that they were going to announce, when I saw Watch pop up on the screen, I said, if they release the second generation Apple Watch already, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> but they didn't. It was just bands and software. So I'm A-OK with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I would have been a little upset if they're like, yeah, we we got a new watch. That first one wasn't that great. Yeah, for, so, I was uh, like, first Google Glass, now this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be burned well, again. Yeah, I hear you on that one. So moving on from Apple Watch, uh, the next uh, announcement, which I found to be probably the most exciting uh, of the whole event, and that was the new iPad Pro. And we've heard the rumors. Uh, we, we thought that there was going to be a, a bigger iPad coming out. They started off um, saying they announced a, a partnership with IBM and Cisco to help transform the enterprise. And uh, their pitch is, you know, this new iPad, this iPad Pro, uh, which has a much bigger screen, is for the enterprise. Um, they went on to say, so it's a 12.9-inch uh, diagonal screen. Um, 5.6 million pixels. It features their latest CPU, which is the A9, the A9X. Now, this is their third generation 64-bit chip. Uh, it's got double the memory, double the storage performance, um, and uh, faster graphics. They didn't really focus on gaming, although it does have a faster GPU. They really highlighted the things you could do in the enterprise, yeah. such as AutoCAD 360, um, being able to use that. And then they went to, um, uh, they brought Microsoft onto the stage. Yeah. Did you believe that? Shocking. Absolutely yeah. shocking. That's really crazy. So the, Microsoft came on the stage, talked about Office and uh, how they're going to be supporting this uh, iPad Pro and all the latest features. Well, um, that's a smart play because 
you know, really the surface is struggling, struggling yeah. uh, so much in uh, the market as we speak. And the, the, the literal iter- iterations of the surface has improved. I've see, I see at least two or three um, of these machines at school on a regular basis. And Microsoft people, Surface and, machine. Yeah, and they love them. Machines. <laughs> but, um, you know, these tablet laptops slash, slash laptops. But I think yeah. that their move to really support the, what is... The mothership of all tablets, the ones that are made by I, by by the Apple Corporation, is a smart move, simply because that's where their money is going to be made. No one's buying their machines. I wonder if Microsoft. they brought micro, Microsoft onto the stage because they basically copied the Surface and uh, they brought up a new accessory, which is they're labeling, I believe, the smart the Apple keyboard. Pen? Oh no, no, sorry, we're going to get to the sorry, pen. Apologize. That's my favorite part. But they have the um, they have this smart keyboard that does not use Bluetooth. They have a um, brand new connector that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Why couldn't go. they use Bluetooth? <laughs> Why well, not? Well, because uh, you know what? Sometimes Bluetooth can get annoying, especially disconnect. with a keyboard. Because you you have a battery, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, you have to charge it. You have to replace it. I'm constantly replacing batteries on my Bluetooth uh, mouse and keyboard. And that can get annoying. And so I kind of like this idea. They had it, like a three-circle connector. It provides power. It, it does data transfer. So uh, you don't need to charge your keyboard. You just hook it up yeah. and it works, whatever. And the other neat thing about this iPad Pro, four speakers Two speakers on each side, and as you rotate and tilt, it'll it'll change the left and right balance to the appropriate speakers. I thought that was cool. Smart. It, three times louder in volume than the iPad Air 2. And what does that mean? That means you could probably use this thing as a real um, music, right? A real music device yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that you could just play and use the speakers. Certainly, it sounds pretty powerful. Certainly for what we do here, it would, and I know a lot of the guys, I love editing when I edit with headphones on, but the guys in the studio and guys that are at Big O and Dukes as well, like editing with the speakers for their laptops. So I could see them using this device now if they had it in their uh, in their backpacks or in the studio to actually use it for at least for studio purposes, they would be able to edit and listen to things that that actually you don't have Without to put headphones. Your, yeah, you don't. Have, yeah, you don't have to put your ear to the actual device to figure out what's going on. I think it's strange as well. Trust me, but that's what. Yeah, they do. well, when you're editing audio, you should be wearing high quality headphones. That's that's, uh, that's the way I roll, man. What kind of amateurs are you hiring? Over well, there? I think. Yeah. Uh, I think Pony Boy edits without headphones, which drives me nuts. Off and on. Uh, and then you've got, oh. uh, and I don't think Speedwack does pops. it. Oh. No, 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 no. Speedwack actually does it with headphones, but well, I think I think the new generation. But does he doesn't it. do much editing. It's more just cutting. Still, you know, it drives me nuts because yeah. I'm trying to work here. I don't need to hear the show I just did again. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you had uh, the new iPad, uh, then you're all in. Well, you're gonna have. Uh Four speakers to to bl- blurt out your podcast show and yeah. be sounds like it'd be pretty loud and I think that's kind of neat how they did that four on each side or two on each side so when you rotate tilt it'll change the audio to the correct speaker um, they briefly mentioned how you know gaming is going to sound so much better um, so I think this could be a real good gaming device uh they they also said 10 hour battery life they went into a lot of detail on the on the screen the screen had for the first time of any ios device 
can lower the refresh rate. And what does that mean? Take like my game Spillzone. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of action, right, on the screen. It's a puzzle game. So if you were playing it on this device, it could actually lower the refresh rate and save your battery because one of the biggest battery drainer, drainers is video games. 60 frames a second, constantly updating, takes a lot of battery, okay? So I thought that was kind of a neat concept where the screen is actually really smart and can save energy by lowering the refresh Interesting. rate. Yeah, and so getting to the cool stuff, the, the best thing that I kind of blew my mind a little bit, uh, the Apple Pencil. It has, uh, and it's not just a regular old stylus. This thing has force and tilt. So the harder you press or if you tilt down, it's like using a number two pencil. You're going to see a, a, a wider stroke. And I think graphic artists are going to eat this thing up. And I know uh, one of my employees who does a lot of uh, like tablet type work, you know, with the stylus, uh, this kind of blew his mind. He wants to get this right away. So I think artists are going to love this. Yeah, uh, there are so many products that uh, when they announce the Apple Pen that I have seen inside the Apple Store that are similar but not part of the uh, the Apple ecosystem that they yeah. sell third party. Uh, that they're going out of business because yeah, that's exactly what I said, right? Is, this is putting people out of business uh, because this is kind of a game changer in my mind because when it, whenever you use that, and I, I can't remember if I'm using the right term. What is What are those tablet things? Stylus? That you use? No, I, they're almost, I, they're an extension of, so basically there's like a track. Yeah. They're a right? third party large oh, yeah, track yeah, yeah, pad yeah. where you can actually choose your colors and design and there. And I'll find the name while you, uh, while you bamboo? go ahead with the pen. I'll, yeah. it, bamboo. bamboo. Bamboo is one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's one of them. One of the more popular ones. And the problem with those is, is you're drawing on a surface that's not really giving you any feedback. And when you do this with an actual iPad, you're seeing it draw on the screen, um, which you know, they've had stylus-type interfaces before, but the fact that the tilt and the pressure makes it seem like it's a real pencil, it's a real brush, I think that's a game-changer how they did that. Yeah, Bamboo is the number one selling uh, drawing surface that uh, is, um, is an Apple, quote-unquote, mate that works with them. But why would you use that if now you could just use your iPad? Oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right? I guess, you know, it can come down to uh, dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're not, if you don't have this machine, for example, well, I, well, think about it this way. If you used to have to carry a, a peripheral, uh, which is basically your, your drawing uh, surface, your device, that would have to plug into A, your laptop, or B, um, now your iPad, you now don't have to carry that secondary uh, device. You can actually just do everything on that device. On yeah, the, and on it's going to be a much better experience. Yeah. The pencil is is extra. It's ninety nine dollars. Uh, the iPad Pro starts at seven ninety nine, um, and the keyboard is extra at one sixty nine. So if you get all three of those, you're already at uh, you know about a thousand bucks. High rent district. Laptop killer. Some people say that because you could either buy a laptop or you could buy the iPad Pro. <sighs> yeah, uh, I couldn't. Um, there, there's just some things you can't do on iOS, and one of them is write apps. So, you know, uh, you, you you still need to have a, a real laptop, a real MacBook Pro, if you're going to uh, do anything more powerful. But if you're uh, just a college kid? Yes, yeah, students. But if you're a college kid, this could, this could be it, yeah. 
I mean, you're yeah. a student, Matt. Does yeah. this appeal to you? Yeah, I currently use my iPad for school, and I'll actually my app of the day involves that. I'll bring that up later. Yes. But I currently use it for textbooks and everything like that, but you can take notes in your books. Yeah. And I use a regular stylus for that. Those are so fat that it just ruins it. But with the stylus, it seems like I can actually write in handwriting and it actually being legible. Ah, interesting. It could actually use that as a digital notepad, but actually use the stylus to do so, or the Apple Pen. Yeah, you like you can highlight stuff. Interesting. All right. Yeah, and the and the smart screen that they have, I think, converts into a keyboard. That the keyboard kind of folds up like the other uh, screen protector they used to have. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I don't know the keyboard. I probably won't like it, but uh, I'm kind of curious what it'll feel like. They say it uses the same. Um, style is the MacBook, which, you know, I hate that keyboard. Um, so nah. if it feels like that, I'm <laughs> not going to be happy. And, and what Todd's referring to is the, the latest, um, laptop to come out, which is the, the Mac, the MacBook. Um, the, just the MacBook, just the not MacBook, the MacBook yeah. Pro. Which I returned, by the way. It didn't really Why work Why did you return it? You never told me. So the MacBook, the general MacBook that I had bought and waited, by the way, two months to get delivered and paid, uh, a fortune for uh, while small, it has a, an M chip that drives that machine. I got the highest uh, available chip. It's got an M chip, a mobile chip, basically. Okay. Uh, it, Intel. Yeah. It's CPU. Got, yeah. Uh -huh. it's, so and it's it wasn't fast enough for anything I wanted to do. So it wasn't about just building apps on that machine. It was about just running programs like Adobe. It would take forever, mm. and it just wasn't going to do. I could have handled waiting uh, an extra. 10, 20 minutes to build an app because I just don't do that on the regular basis. But when I was editing audio for a file that would have taken me, let's say, uh, 30 seconds at the most to save on my current machine, it was taking more than five minutes. Oh. Because it was an M chip and it wasn't, it really wasn't built to do what I thought right. it was supposed to do. Yeah, I think you had like 1.4 gigahertz or something. It was a disaster, an absolute disaster. And when I went in, because I'm a noob, I went in and just got, picked all the highest, uh, the highest options. And what was great about Apple is even after two and a half weeks of usage, I walked in, I said, look, this isn't working for me. They're like, well, what are you doing? I said, I'm doing audio editing, and I tried to build multiple apps. It took hours. And they said, well, you clearly have the wrong machine. They pointed me towards MacBook Pros. I said, I've got one of those. Thank you. Give me my money back. And that was it. Good to go. Oh, you just got a refund. They just gave me all my money back. And they said, you've had, this is, has an M chip. They, they said exactly what I figured out. This has an M chip. This, is, this won't do for what you need. And then just well, gave me a refund. I'm glad they took it back. Yeah, it was awesome. And, you're, and you, still, you already had a MacBook Pro. I did. The only reason I got that second machine was because it was, I thought it was going to be as powerful. Again, you learn something new every day. And it was going to be a lot more compact. The, the compact side to it was phenomenal. I loved how small it was. Smaller than a MacBook Air, by the way, and, but just not as powerful. You could get a MacBook Air with more power, more juice than you can configure a, a general MacBook these days. So I would go that MacBook just, Air. Just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Go MacBook Pro. That's, that's the Pro. laptop you want to you wanna own. Um, so Johnny Ives did a commercial for the new iPad. You know, he never comes out on stage. Are or his uh, live. commercials getting old to you? They're getting a little old for me. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Right? You're like, I, this, you're a trick pony. Like, you're really killing me, man. You're killing me. Yeah. I said, um, slow talking, same angles. Like, give me something else, please. 
I know. And then they go, we have a commercial and they roll it. And you're like, I'd learn nothing about yeah. this product. Yeah. You've what got is your close ups. They could be some sort of Android's ass for all I know, because oh, your, your close ups. <laughs> I can't tell what device until you pull back. It's in this commercial, like it was, it was, it, I thought it was like 2001 Space Odyssey, where you just see this black slate flying through space and you see Jupiter in the background. Yeah. And I, that's all it was. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what does this thing do? It looks like it's you, someone shot it in the space. Somebody's got to go in there, someone with cojones, and say, look, Johnny, I love you, man. Uh, I grew up watching your videos and I'm, I was just super excited every time one of these would come out. But we've beaten the dead horse. Like, it is dead. It's been shot. It's turning into glue. Get well, another think, angle. Something else. Yeah. He he had more to talk about than he did last time. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, I, I'm kind of excited about this new iPad Pro. I think, you know, uh, they, they've been struggling. Apple's been struggling with the iPad line just yes. because phones have been getting bigger and bigger and kind of blurring the two together. Um, but now there seems to be, okay, you've got a 12.9 inch screen. Now, uh, you can do other things and it's extremely powerful and it's focused on the enterprise. And, uh, I think, I think there, I think this could be good that, that one, you know, Apple usually doesn't focus on the enterprise anymore. And, uh, I think they realize that, you know, maybe they should get back in that game because, you know, they killed off all of their enterprise server, uh, configurations um and so they that's why they they made that switch they said you know what we're a consumer company uh so now i think i see them dabbling in there because so many people in the enterprise are using ipads uh, airlines are yeah. using them uh, doctor's offices Go to any trade show everybody has Everyone. an ipad in their hand uh so by having this higher end uh ipad pro uh it has lowered the uh price for the ipad mini 2 it's now at two 69. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, want to get the low-end mini, you can do that. They also briefly mentioned there's a new iPad mini 4, brand new product, um, and it's just basically more powerful. They really blew by fast when they mentioned it. it was just a bullet point. Uh, but that starts at, at 399 Well, I like the idea of getting an iPad. I had an iPad mini for a cup of coffee, and I paid a full retail, and it was right when it came out. And then I ended up selling it uh, because I just wasn't using it enough. But for a two sixty nine uh, price point, uh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I was thinking of picking right? one up just for like testing anyway. Yeah. Um, what but, does it mean for you as a developer, as far as the iPad Pro is concerned? Well, uh, it, it means I'm probably going to buy one and then see how my apps run on it, and, and can I take advantage of that additional, you know, screen size? So uh, we'll see. I'm. I'm I don't. I don't quite know if there's features I need to enable to take advantage of all that. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. But yeah, I think I'm sure there's going to be additional features that I'd have to, you know, take white noise and enable and say, okay, let me. I'll support this large screen size, and that's how it's been with all of the iPhones. I've had to make changes whenever they have a new screen resolution. I've had to make changes to to the to every app in order to support that. All right. So the next thing that came up, uh, the next topic, uh, still pretty exciting for me because they haven't updated it in three years, and that's Apple TV. And they started it off uh, this category by saying, um, what is the future of TV? And, and Tim Cook said, the future of TV is apps. And that's what this Apple TV is all about. Finally, 
third-party developers uh, other than HBO and Hulu and Netflix, you know, will have access to this app store. And you'll be able to download apps. You'll be able to download games. Um, it's a brand new device, and it has a whole new user experience. So, uh, unfortunately, um, I don't think you know all of your existing Apple TVs are going to get this upgrade. But I don't know. They didn't say for sure. But uh, I think it would be tough to execute, especially it, some of the features that they have built into the new hardware that won't be supported that on the old hardware. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't get Siri, but, you know, and that was one of the big features. There is a microphone button. You hold down, you can talk to Siri, you can say, you know, download this app, you can ask it for, you know, sports scores, you can say, give me all the comedies with a certain actor, and it'll, it'll return that data. Um, this is nothing new. Of course, Amazon uh, has had that feature, Xbox has had that feature. Yeah. But it, it finally, you know, it's about time. Siri so, needed to be on this platform. What's cool is now you can search across all of the apps. Yes. That's that the cool. biggest game changer that you don't. I found myself multiple times, whether it's by myself or with my girlfriend, where we're like, I think that's on Amazon Prime. I think that's on Netflix. I think that's on Hulu. Uh, and the fact that they're able to somehow. Uh, tap into all of the catalogs that these different apps offer, even HBO, um, and you could do it in one step instead of going to each app and opening them up. Right. That is very cool. Now it's about time. And, and it's what I've wanted for the longest time for Apple to support this. I think Xbox has already had uh, that kind of feature, but I, it's like so annoying that you have to launch Netflix, Hulu, HBO to see if you can get, stream a movie or do I need to buy it? Yeah. And it's a very simple question. 10, 15 minute process if you're really yeah. looking for something. And everyone does this, yeah. right? Everyone's like, well, do I have to spend $5 to rent it or $10 to buy it? Maybe it's on one of my streaming apps, but you have to open each one individually. So this is going to be a very welcome feature. Um, so yeah, that, that is a great, great thing. And also the, uh, they embedded, uh, I guess you call it a trackpad uh, at the top of the remote. And, uh, so there's no more that four way clicker arrow clicker you had before. Um, you use swipes up and down left, right, kind of like using a trackpad. So I think that interface might be pretty cool. Uh, I, uh, and, and so far the reports are good on it. I was really excited for this and I know this is going to blow your mind. Uh, Todd, that, and I think this this really opens up a whole new world for white noise, something I've been touting for for some time now, uh, for you to build uh, white noise for the actual television. Yes, uh, I can't and, wait. And I saw, the, I saw the backgrounds, the live backgrounds that they have of, that are going to be available through the new Apple TV where they show San Francisco, but they don't just show San Francisco, they show an actual San Francisco video like a 4k video that mm -hmm. that is they have this the cars are going across the bridge i could just i thought and i told mac as we were in the studio here i said i've been talking to todd about this for years <laughs> and yeah. i i just picture for your apps some just stunning video that go along with the sounds that the people want to hear just a thought yeah i would love that um you'd almost have to do like some kind of looping video and absolutely I, I hope apple didn't create that i hope they're not no having, no no like, no all i saw online is just landscapes that's it and and, and this is when my company goes under <laughs> no no <laughs> like, no they no, have no. white noise built into the, no, the darn device no you don't work for bamboo 
That's tough. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm excited about TVOS. It was, um, they said it was it's available today uh, for developers. If you are a developer listening to this podcast and, and you want to develop for, for Apple TV, they have a um, program you can sign up for as long as you do it by Friday that you can get access, early access to the Apple TV. So I signed up. I submitted. Uh, doesn't mean I'm going to get one. But I'm assuming they look at, you know, what apps you've done before and maybe then they say, okay, you can have early access. So uh, hopefully I'll be getting an Apple TV because I definitely want to bring white noise over to it and maybe, you know, uh, a game or two. Sounds good, man. I'm excited for you. So that comes out in late October. Price point of 149 will get you 32 gigs, and 199 will get you 64 gigs. And there is games and there is apps. They showcased um, Airbnb, Zillow, uh, Crossy Road, uh, which is Guilt. a game. And a shopping so, app. Yeah, Guilt, that's right. And so, yeah, I think can I think I, it's about time. Can right? I just mention something? When, mm-hmm. when, um, when it comes to shopping online... There's two things. I want to talk about the gaming and the, and the actual apps. When it comes, I think this is really going to change the way we shop online because right now when you shop online, you either have a tablet, a phone, or maybe a laptop in your hand, right? You're mm-hmm. lucky if you have a desktop around and you can share what you're looking at with a friend or your wife or your girlfriend or your kids. I think now, especially for homes, and, and I've never used the Guilt app. I do all my shopping through Amazon on the Michael Mayer Show tab. Of course. Um, but... For fashion and for like big purchases like homes and cars, I think that the 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 idea that you can actually put everything on the big screen in front of you and share it with your uh, significant other or your family and everybody can see what's available in high def, I think that really is going to give you a different dimension to your online shopping experience, which is really, to this day, unless you had a computer hooked up to a big screen, has been relegated to a smaller screen. I don't know if I, I buy into the, the shopping experience or you know some of these apps. You don't like, think I looking think... for a home on Zillow on a big screen would be a little more effective than actually looking on your phone or looking I... at... Honestly, uh, like if I if there was a bunch of people around, I would I would probably just broadcast my iPhone screen up to the TV and just mirror it. Um, yeah, but you could do that with Apple Apple TV. Well, right. So if you don't, but we can do that now with Apple TV. Yeah, but I I guess my point is that the like, am I really going to download the Guilt app to to browse and purchase things on my TV using? The remote. I, I don't see the compelling argument for that. The idea is, and really, I'm not talking about guys like you. You, your fashion sense is completely different than most people out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is fat. This is about fashion. Yeah, this is more about people that want to see detail and they want to see um, stitching. They want to see different aspects of like a but high. You get that on a web page, man. You get more detail on a web page. Yeah, but remember, I, this is only 1080p. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't 4K. In that same vein, though, if you're looking at a home and you don't want everybody crowding around your, uh, for the Zillow app, for example, you don't want to be crowding around your computer, I think it'd be a lot more effective if it's on a bigger screen. I think you're reaching here, you know, for a use case. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, it's not like I am invested in the company, but it's not like I, I, mean, I feel uh, like I'm talking to Tim Cook, you know, like you're just trying to well, I'll take that ram as a compliment. this down my throat. I'll take that <laughs> Like, I need this. You know, you're going to get it anyway. I'm not trying I'm to sell it to it. you. Yeah. Oh, of course. 150 bucks yeah. for 32 gigs. I'm getting it. 
Um, but I really believe that there is another side to these apps than just um, that. But the gaming well, on the other let's side. Talk, let's yes. talk shopping. Do you think Amazon will have an app on this? Will well, they be well, permitted? If they're allowed to, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. They'd be dumb they not have to. to be. They have to allow. Well, if they allow them, absolutely. And by the way, oh, 100%. but you have to use Apple Pay, and then it's thirty percent more. There you go. Uh, if they're willing to t uh, to pay that price, I think they should. Think about mm. how many uh, systems are out there, right? There's no way Amazon's gonna gonna pay thirty percent more. Okay. but to I, allow customers to do that. Again, my point is this: if, for example, if for cars, I'm a car guy, right? If you're gonna display. Uh, something uh, give me an app that has like a different experience than just a website would and I don't have take away the fact that I already have a, a computer hooked up to my big screen and all that stuff take away the fact that you have that as well your general Joe out there that just has Apple TV and he doesn't want to push anything to his screen which by the way isn't perfect anyways and he can just pop open an app that's there from Mercedes-Benz or Jaguar or uh, Land Rover and just peruse through the catalog on his big screen that's a different experience. That's experience you actually go and you get at a dealership or at a car show. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, it seems I'm so sorry, situational, I'm though. Convinced. I'm sorry. It's a rare occasion that you'll be in that situation. Well, you're you're probably right, but I think that if that just added value, this, why not? Right? Yeah. This is this is for streaming, man. This is for yeah. watching videos, listening to music. I'm not saying it's just for that a holes. Games. I'm saying okay. it's for this is just another use case for it. That this is outside that really hasn't been highlighted. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to be used that way. Well, I think I, I think that, well, I think it's a little extreme to say it's never going to be used that way. Of course it is. I said this. Uh, and there's already a Zillow app out there. I'd rather use my iPhone and and fire up the Amazon app. So easy. On the other hand, uh, speaking of gaming, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, Mac made a great point when we were watching the announcement that there was no controller. We were excited for a controller yeah. for the Apple TV. But they did say that their existing game controllers, and they do exist, uh, would work with with the Apple TV. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I was a little shocked too, because, you know, Google has one, Amazon has one, um, but maybe, maybe Apple's coming out with one later, but th there's, there are already game controllers that yeah. apparently work with your iPhone and your iPad. So I got, uh, it should be I think I got you one for Christmas once. Did you ever use it? I don't think you got me one. Yeah. I, uh, one that hooks into your. Into your phone. That's mm -hmm. for, for your old. It was for your old phone. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless, there's. You have one. I know that. I do. Yes, because I because <laughs> I purchased it for you. It was like two two three years ago. You probably don't well, use you it never anymore. Never gave it to me. No, no hand to God. Gave it to someone else. No, I got you and Chad the same thing. Both of you guys. Mm -mm, you always give me um, Bluetooth headphones. No, that was last year. And the year before. Yes. So there might have been the year before that. I'm telling you. These little gaming <laughs> controls, because you had, I remember you had the oh, little... Oh, man, I would have I played with that. I would have used that. Yeah, they weren't... I played with Chad's, and I didn't think... After I purchased them years ago, they might have gotten better. I imagine they have. But I didn't think uh, the, the idea of... I didn't like the idea of having the... Because you, you put your phone in it, right? Yeah, and you dock it in your phone. Exactly. It yeah. just it, the experience wasn't as great as it was. Um, I've never used it. I've really? never used one. I have to look. I swear to you. But I did like the feature of the remote being like almost like a Wiimote. That was cool. Yes. Where you can use and swing it around. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up because, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And he was like, he was, I was like, oh my God, they, they just recreated the Wii. Yeah. 
That's exactly what they did. But with actual third-party compatibility. Somebody said on Bloomberg that Nintendo should just fold up shop. (laughs) Well, kind of. And then, of course, they they announced some, like, Rock Band and Guitar Hero, I think, are coming Well, the people who made Rock Band came out with another musical-type thing. That was the, the, the baseball thing where he was hitting along with the music. But they said Guitar Hero. They did say the makers, that. The makers. The makers of Guitar yeah, Hero developers. did that ask. Oh, they didn't say, okay, so they're not bringing Guitar no, Hero? they no. just said the makers of it. Because I thought ah, Guitar yeah, Hero was I, coming along. That is one of the games, like Rock Band and Guitar Hero is like one of my all-time favorite games, you know? Like when you bring people over the house. That would have been so cool if they brought it back through this new console. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, I would be, but it wouldn't be as shocking... As I guess I wanted, this is what I wanted. I, I, if 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 this is where they're going, then they have to bring in the titles like Call of Duty. They have to bring in all these big bigger titles that are already on some apps, by the way. Yeah. Well, who's to say they couldn't go on to the the Apple TV on a grander scale, like the two player um uh the two player Frogger game that they debuted, right? Yeah. So the the scale of these games could just improve on Apple TV. Yeah, and they didn't really talk about like the graphics and what, what this device is capable of for gaming. So um, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out later. Uh, the device is launching in late October, um, and hopefully, I'll I'll get one sooner than that. We'll see. I yeah, can't wait to see them. But moving on uh, to the final part of this presentation, um, iPhone 6s and the 6s Plus. Um, were announced and all the details, they went over all the details. Uh, and I think it was a little, I think they oversold it a little bit when, when they said the only thing that's changed is everything. And I'm sorry, it's the same looking. Everything was upgraded just a little bit. This was the biggest, uh, upgrade as far as a S version is concerned. Cause if you think you about think? yeah, cause the camera, well, first of all, the camera, I think sure. is, is a highlight because you, okay. you have four generations of a camera that was still at eight megapixels. They added 50% uh, pixels on there. So it's 12 megapixels for the first time in four generations at 12 megapixels. And with the quality of camera you have in sensors, this camera really is one of the best cameras out there from the specs, at least. I agree, and they did bring up the point. The reason we haven't gone, you know, to twelve megapixels before is, you know, you're going to sacrifice quality, and we had to get it right. And they made a big point in mentioning that, and I believe them in that because uh, the iPhones have always been the the best uh, smartphone camera. Um, it, not necessarily the most megapixels, but that's not, you know, uh, a judge uh, of quality. And so you can't just go by that number. And that's one thing that I kind of like that Apple's done is um, they didn't just keep increasing the megapixels because that doesn't always uh, help when it comes to photography. Um, I guess when I said that it wasn't that kind of big of a jump, you know, we look at the CPU, it was 70% faster. You look at the graphics, it's 90% faster. I guess where you, I, I've kind of gotten in that mode where they always double everything. Got you it, know, everything's right. doubled. Um, almost, but not quite. They talked about the, uh, the new aluminum, uh, alloy 7,000 series. That they invented. Which, is, <laughs> which they invented. <laughs> yeah. They invented Space a new metal. Space uh, aluminum. That uh, apparently the aerospace industry, uh, uses this. Um, obviously this is to stop these devices from bending. And mm. yes, I bent mine and I had to go, uh, get it replaced. Uh, so how did you bend yours again? 
it fell off the dresser, probably like, you know, four foot fall. Yeah. Completely shattered and completely bent oh, the frame. No. Like it was really noticeable. And this and is the plus. I, this was the plus, yeah. yeah. And I took it back and they looked at it and they're like, Yeah, we can't, we can't, we have to give you a brand new one. Yeah. Uh so good thing to have Apple Care. Um so hopefully this is, you know, stronger. They said the glass was stronger. Uh, they say the frame is stronger. So I think those are all good things. Of course, we've got four new colors, silver, gold, space gray, rose gold. Uh, of course, everyone's going to run out and buy the rose gold because it's the new thing. And uh, Pretty feminine, though, right? Uh, women. You think Ma- so? Meant for women. I mean, you get one, and if you can rock it, man, anybody can. But uh, uh, it's uh, it seemed like, the more feminine of the other ones. Yeah, it seemed a little... My brother brought, uh, rocked the gold... And I was like, eh. And, but, a little too flat. Yeah, but you always want the new one. So people go, oh, you got the new one. Yeah, well, the rose gold, I feel like that's something that Shannon's going to love. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't need, like, I like new things. You know me, but I'm not running out for rose gold. I'm a space gray man myself. Same here. Same here, my friend. <laughs> nice and subdued. Though I am, I do have six plus uh, screen envy these days. Everybody around me has six pluses mm. uh, Todd, Shannon, Chad. Uh, and my little guy, while it fits in skinny jeans, it's yeah. still not the same. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's that's the problem with the plus. Like, it, I always have to take it out of my pocket if I want to sit. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you have to. Um, uh, the other thing, the big thing that they were talking about is the the multi touch, and they made the point to say, you know, we kind of pioneered multi touch, which they, which they did. The original iPhone, um, that was the most amazing feature anyone's ever seen used, and that's. Changed the whole industry was multi-touch, um, and so they've reinvented it. Now they've come up with 3D touch, uh, where there are going to be different pressures that you can uh, it can monitor and figure out, and there'll be like if you I don't look I don't know if this is going to be great. Where you, you're using your device, and the harder you push something, you get different actions and different menu items it was kind of uh, cool on the macbook when i had it for two and a half weeks kind of cool i think it was a very tough thing to convey in a commercial because you can't really convey yeah like how hard someone's pushing on a screen yeah it looked like they were just holding their finger just the longer yeah. you hold it like what what's the difference but one thing i do like is gaming i have actually tried a couple times in games where i'll uh, bring my finger across and then try and have your finger aim by pressing along and dragging it and then press harder to actually shoot oh so this will actually help with that gesture yeah because right now it's just wherever you press it shoots but sometimes you want to aim around look around and then press harder to shoot so i mean i've actually sometimes subconsciously tried to do that maybe it it would work but yeah but now it will yeah that actually demonstrated a game that does that todd that taptic engine uh while we were watching here in the studio that's something that samsung's had for some time right Oh, the haptic feedback. The haptic yeah, feedback, what, I'm sorry. Yeah, the most annoying feature ever uh, oh, of Samsung devices. Yeah. And <laughs> I've had a lot of complaints about my app, White Noise, because it would vibrate these people's phones. And it took me a while to figure out, hey, you got to turn off that haptic. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, basically, any audio you play, your device vibrates to it. <laughs> what? That's yeah. Well, that was that. That may be something. Yeah. Different a little bit, but you have to disable that. And it's one of the weirdest things when it comes to playing audio. I don't want my, you know, the the no, I don't thing going off like a machine buzzer. vibrating. 
Yeah, it was really weird. But yeah, they I think uh haptic feedback's just like when you when you tap on the screen, you get that little tiny buzz and it feels like you've pushed something, right? And so uh yeah, Android devices have had that forever. Um so what what they're doing with this is they want to give you some kind of feedback on how hard you actually pushed the screen. And they talked about, you know, this uh haptic system. Uh, whatever they what do they call it the tap something tap uh let me look for it i forget force touch (laughs) wow and and, you know the apple watch has 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 something like this this is probably a little more advanced because they actually can do like five millisecond or 10 millisecond haptic feedback and that's how you tell and i think it's so it's like almost having three uh different levels of touch if you will and so that might be interesting um, it's kind of cool on the watch because when you want to really drill down on the watch, you feel like you've pushed you feel like you yeah. feel like you've pushed a button. Yeah, no, you're you right. Know? And I mean, it, it might be one of those features that you end up never using or it might be something that kind of takes it to the next level. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that feature. It, it, we'll have to try to see how like natural I'm it feels. Someone... I mean, I just don't think I didn't think they'll be able to take multi touch much further. Uh, but they're trying, and so, it'll, I'll be curious to see if it Todd, works out. if you build a Morse code app with a Taptic engine in mind, <laughs> change the world, man. Change the world. <laughs> Morse code will change the world. Yeah. Um, the other big announcement, I guess, is this will shoot 4K video. 4K, um, baby. But where will you play that 4K? I don't know, you're the only guy that I know that has a 4K television. Yeah, but how will I play it? Like, You'll play the Apple it from TV doesn't your... support it. You, oh, it's true. <laughs> wow. If it's only that's what blew my mind. If they're coming out with 4K video, can't you just upload it to your server and then play it on your computer? Yeah, and I'm then sure onto I your, could. Yeah, um, yeah, you can upload it to your uh, computer the and cloud? then you can stream. Yeah, your, just do it to the cloud. To go your... to the cloud and then straight from uh, the Apple Somewhere. TV. The cloud. You can access the cloud, right? On Apple <laughs> if TV. If you have a smart TV, you can typically stream <laughs> from your computer to your TV. The cloud. There's no cloud. What are you talking about? The cloud. I have no idea. So I, pay, I upload I it to Dropbox like and then stream it? I don't get it. I think he's talking about iCloud and you yeah. can pick it up off iCloud on your computer That's what I'm and talking then you can about. use your computer to stream to your TV. So, it's not easy, clearly. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I could hook up. Well, first of all, you'd have to have a computer that supports 4K. Um, a lot of the Mac minis don't even uh, support that. Mm. And um, I have one at work, I mean, uh, with a Mac Pro. But 4K, that's pushing a lot of pixels. Uh, so you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to have a computer set up uh, with your 4K television. If you were going to buy a TV today, mm-hmm. would you have purchased a 4K television again? Or probably spent maybe $1,000 less for a larger, just uh, 1080p um, run of the mill LED? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer. To, to that. be honest, 4K nowadays is pretty much standard now. They they're only selling it. No, but so I'll give you an example. Last Christmas, uh, my brother and um, the fam bought my my dad like a 70 inch TV. My mom, right? We put it in her living room, and it, we were went out. We were gonna buy a 4K one. It was two thousand dollars more than the the 70 inch LED 1080. We bought the 70 inch LED 1080, and she's just as happy. She has no idea. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I think and, you're and good with 1080 for a few years. Right. Yeah. 
but you know, I consuming some of the Netflix in, in 4K. It was beautiful when I look when I saw it on your yeah. television. It was gorgeous. Well worth the, it. But there's just not that much content. But I absolutely love the. Um, it's called Moving Art on Netflix. That's streamed in 4K, and all it is is like sh shots of ocean and and flowers and trees, and it's. So, you know, someone took a 4K camera and just captured the best looking places on Earth. And that stuff's amazing because it, it looks like you're absolutely looking out of a window. It's that clear. I have your solution. I knew something would have happened. I can't believe it took this long. I searched a 4K Blu-ray uh, player uh -huh. and a day ago it says the first Ultra HD 4K Blu-ray disc player uh, is on the market. It's actually it's on the market. It's from Samsung, and you can get it this year. What's it it's called? Time. Yeah, I knew they were working on it. So they're still going with Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, and, and that uh, I think that would be cool. Uh, again, though, now we, know, now everybody's gonna go out and buy the same movies again on 4K <laughs> Blu-ray. Yeah, but it's I all digital, like, man. I feel like they're just upscaling it. You know, like I feel like you'd have to really wait until movies are all being filmed in 4k and they look amazing but you take these older films and you convert them to 4k it just doesn't work out as well got it i saw that with uh goodfellas uh i bought a uh, blu-ray of goodfellas and it looked like uh the same dvd i had and vhs cassette i had it just looked like it was uh made a little crisper that's it yeah same yeah resolution. exactly all so, right so uh, a few more features yes. Here, uh, it apparently has what's called LTE Advance, which is twice as fast. It includes 23 LTE bands, which is the most of any smartphone. Um, so if you're a worldwide traveler, this sounds like a good option for you. Um, they introduced a new feature called Live Photos. So whenever you take a photo, it actually captures a second and a half before and after, and you can just force tap or whatever they call it and it'll turn your your photo into mm. a, a very short living video aren't they kind of just glorified gifts <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah i think so um but at the same time they they mentioned uh really optimizing the compression on this because you know the problem with video is just so expensive it's like pied piper man it just yeah it takes up so much space. So if they've figured out a good way to encode it so that you just see a little bit before and after, that could be a cool feature, but certainly not a reason to run out and it's buy a, the phone. It's a situational thing. I mean, maybe like a your kid's sports game when he's about to oh, yeah. catch the ball. Just have yeah. the, the before and after of him catching the ball. Definitely. Or there's a Pruder film. I think it would be funny. You look at a photo and, and everyone's all smiling and happy, and then you... You do the live one, and you hear like people screaming, "Now smile for this thing!" <laughs> oh, I never you thought know? you're absolutely or, right. So many heinous <laughs> things are said before a picture and after. Yeah. I'm God, I'm God, I'm glad that's over. How many pictures do we have to take? You catch that? They would call it the truth photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were yeah, they really people, happy? People are going to be shamed on that thing. Watch. An actual good reason to take photos of fireworks. Ah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fireworks photos are useless. Yeah. It's just lights. But uh, I just feel like uh, you got to fly a drone and fireworks now to get my skirt up, you know? Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Speaking of drones, we won't ever get to it, but uh, someone did, uh, a teacher <laughs> got got uh, completely boned in New York when he, he lost control of his 
uh, 3D Robotics Solo Drone, which is the one I talked about on air here, uh, and it landed in the U.S. Open Arena, right in the stands. Ooh. These guys are ruining it for all of us, Todd. All yeah. of us. I know. You better get, get in your flying time while you still can. It's going to be curtains. <laughs> one funny thing was uh, Apple's created an Android app. And oh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to... It's a it's an app that'll very quickly help you move your data from your Android phone to your iOS. That would have saved me like five hours helping my mom. Oh, Twitch. good to know. Good to know. So that that's interesting. I, I still don't know if the Apple Music app has ever hit uh, the Google Play Store, like they said. Have you guys checked on no, that? No, I haven't. I'll check right now. I mean, uh, I thought that was kind of a shocking announcement when they uh, introduced Apple Music. Um, but let's see. I'm searching the store right now. You know, this fair play is pretty no, cool. No, it just but beats me music. That's it, it. It's never it's never really fair because <laughs> it's just like, hey, I know that we let your software run on our ecosystem, so now we have to let you do the same on ours, but they never really make it easy. What do you mean? Like just the exchange process of uh, just even when you the, the fact that there's an Amazon app on um, iOS, you can get that, but that took for, it's just like, it just feels like for all these big dogs, they should have a better, uh, a seamless transition to say, yes, they're available across, pick your own, may, uh, may the, the strongest survive, right? Well, I, I think Google's taken that, that approach, but Apple, Apple's a hardware company. They want to sell you hardware. Yeah. So they're not going to have ever good Android support. And it looks like the only Android app they have is Beats Music. And I don't even know if that still works. You know, some may say that actually Apple's now a media company because of the money they generate from not just music, but actual um, movies as well and television shows. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. If, do they ever report how much they oh. make? On the streaming, I did a case study that showed all those numbers, and they're based. That's why I said they're a media company because uh, even our professor walked up. He said they're basically a telecommunications company that makes their own devices. <laughs> if you look at the numbers, it's that good. It's that good, and if you think about it, the genius of Steve Jobs creating the iPad was to create a solution for all these record labels that thought they were getting gouged and basically stolen from from Bear Share and Napster, and said, "Hey, we'll give you a legal." A legal way to do it, but we're going to completely uh, collapse the record business, and you're going to give us 30% to do so. It's been years of this. Yeah, years. but I wonder, so what I'm, in your case study, did it go over, because we already know they make a yeah. lot of money do, off music. Do you know who doesn't make, where, you know the segment movies? that they don't make any money? The segment that, where they make zero, the least amount of dollars, and the fact that they, they even make this hardware blows my mind. What? Because it was on my final, is laptops. Laptops, no. laptops for them are basically a loss leader. It's the smallest margin for their profit share. Smallest the MacBook margin. Pro. All these MacBooks, it's the smallest margin for their dollars. To the point that there have been conversations outside of Apple to say, why do you still even continue pouring money into these? Because they're the best laptops ever. For you and I, absolutely. But the the bulk and the majority of their dollars now come from their online services. It's phenomenal. That's kind of how all laptop manufacturers are going. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's just, just the industry in general. It's 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 tough. Like yeah, like the desktops, it's transitioning. They get you on the peripherals. Yeah, but right. but yeah, but but I I actually have I have a breakdown of the financials from twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. I have to look back at my notes. 
And you know, when they always you see say that, the, the Apple TV was like a hobby for them. I mean, but was it actually, do you know if it was actually producing real revenue from like movie and TV uh, rentals and the purchases? Way, the line item said online, but I'll, I'll have to double check. Honestly, mm. I, it was, that was four, four months ago. So I'll have yeah. to go back and check. All but I remember we had to decide if for our final, if Apple, well, I, I imagine there's multiple different finals and everybody takes these. But for our final, for this one class, we had to decide if Apple, if it was smart for Apple to continue developing these desktops and laptops. Of course it is. But, hello? That would have been the wrong answer because that no. is the smallest profit. Uh, that is the smallest that profit. You can't evaluate just on profit. The phones rule the world. Yeah, but they only rule the world because you can develop apps from them. You need to yeah, have Yeah, but you're a looking Mac. at it from a developer side. I'm looking, yeah, the, an, an app ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, that but, is but their pri- Todd, that's their, where their do, biggest asset. Where do most of your app purchases come from, mobile or the desktop? Or laptops come from? Yeah, the Mac store for these MacBook uh, laptops or MacBook. Um, yeah, I, well, uh, they come iOS, from mobile. Of course. They come the from iPhone. mobile. The iPhone, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. So if you're not a developer and you're you're not downloading apps to your computer, you're downloading them to your mobile device. Then the dollars are really coming yeah. from the mobile device. Yeah, but for business but and for people that are cre- have to create the apps, you have to have a Mac. So if you get rid of the Mac, how are you going to create apps for this thing? Well, they're just Your ecosystem goes away. Again, it might be too literal. This is yeah. just the different iterations of the MacBooks. Like they say, clearly you're going to have to have a Mac, but in general, do you have to have five different versions of these Macs, oh, five so different can... versions of these desktops? Right. But I mean, well, they don't. They have. Well, I if guess you look have. at it straight on, yes, they don't make money. But like I said, it's peripherals. I mean, there's stuff that you Mac, won't get sales I'm, on unless you have a Mac. God, God bless right. you. But I'm telling you, I've seen the financials, what they reported. <laughs> it is a marginal. And I actually, I got the question wrong because I said, of course, because I looked at it from your point of view and I wrote a friggin' four-page answer well, saying, destroy the company. If that's what it. I said. And the guy wrote, you're not looking at the numbers. I ended up getting a B on the final. It's but not all about the numbers. Well, if you're in a finance class, that, it is. Was the question, was it, it's all about the number. If it was all about the numbers. <laughs> what class was this? You know, uh, then I would, then, then yes, get rid of it. This business It's all about the numbers. But yeah. actually, that's not true because that would destroy the company. Yeah, but if they just made one MacBook Pro, one MacBook Air, one desktop. Is that the question? Yeah, they said, is it a profitable side of the business? And, and, gen- and theoretically... For all of us in this room, yes, but realistically, no, it's not. That they could actually tear down to one MacBook Pro for all offerings, one yeah. MacBook Air, and probably not make a desktop, and they would still kill. Well, they need a desktop. So, I mean, a lot of people still use, you know, for video. I, I want to say it was less than, it was le- definitely less than 30. I'm talking maybe less than 20%, that number, for mm. their entire revenue. Right. Pretty wild. To be honest, he has a point because Sony recently did that. They stopped making laptops. So Sony no longer makes laptops either. Yeah, but Sony doesn't have their own operating system. Yeah, yeah. that Mac is true. Sex. Yeah. They don't, I mean, you know what? The for the is, next is episode, like, I'll bring in the financials and we can talk. They're public, they're, you know, public, uh, public information. And then we can talk through it because they would be interesting to see it. But I was blown away because I, again, because I believed in your point of view. I, I actually wrote, I said it'd be stupid for them to get rid of their laptops or desktops because this is how people create. This is what they build, but that's not where they buy. 
To be honest, I would be okay with them to get rid of desktops. Laptops are good. New generation, man. New it, generation. But again, it's, it's about this whole ecosystem of, you know, uh, I, I have things on my desk. My desktop works well with my tablet, which works well with my phone, which works well uh, with my ecosystem. watch. Absolutely. There's no way to do that unless you have devices across the board. But you could, you could again, you could have a watch if you just had your phone. You don't need a, you don't need a desktop or a laptop. It is true. It's just one of the, it blows my mind as well, man. Blows my mind. I I think that's why Apple's done so well is they have a really good strategy across all these different devices. Everything works. And Google's doing the same thing. Google's phenomenal. And they push each other. Yeah. Each device. I go, I think they go hand in hand, but literal finances, uh, again, I, I just looking over them would be interesting as well. Just to get your point of view. All right, let's talk about, uh, are we almost done? Or absolutely? Uh, yeah, I think we are. We could just mention uh, the last few things about the, uh, I guess, the, the price. It's First of all, you can pre-order on September 12th. And I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but delivery would be September 25th. Uh, that I think sounds that's right. what I had down. And then, of course, iOS 9 is on these devices. Uh, we'll get it on September 16th. So they're going to roll out iOS uh, 9 mm. uh, a week before uh, the phones drop or two weeks before uh, you get that. And so iOS 9 has some good features, and we'll we'll definitely cover that once it gets rolled out on September Are you 16th. already developing on it or testing? No. They just uh, opened it up. I'm not. I'm okay. kind of behind the curve. Gotcha. Well, I didn't mean to bring that up. Apologize. But, <laughs> uh, happy to say that White Noise 6 has finally uh, been submitted. For review, nice. And I've been working on that for over a year. Super. And exciting. then once that gets out the door, and if it doesn't like bankrupt my company because everyone gets upset when you make big changes, uh, then we're going to start adding in some iOS nine. There's some cool features to that. Cool, cool. All right. Speaking of apps, let's get to apps of the week. Um, Todd, I'm going to let you go last because you have the coolest one from what I've seen. If uh, if you don't mind, Mac, I'll let you go first. Sure. I mentioned this earlier about books. And Books. iPads. Yes. I have an app that I actually use myself all the time. Every single day I go to school. Intel Education Study. Mm. Formerly known as No, but Intel bought them. I have yet to find a textbook that it does not have. It's like uh, iBooks where you can swipe it and change the pages. So it feels like you're actually reading through a book. You can highlight. You can bookmark pages. You can write on it. Uh, make little notes. Uh, you can put stickers on like uh, stickies, uh, mm-hmm. sticky notes on it. And it's, it's just... I mean, it, plus, don't let me forget, it's cheaper to buy ebooks versus actual textbooks because it's just outrageous. Like $150 for a textbook. Yeah. You can get it half that price or less. And it reads just, uh, there's no problem reading it on your iPad again. No, you can change the uh, size. You can zoom in, zoom out. Well, that's great. Everything. Man. What's it called again? Intel Education Study. Okay. And it's a free app? It's a free app. But you have to pay you for, to pay the, for textbook. the books. Yes. Uh, it's available for. Uh, iOS, Windows Phone, Android, and PC. All right, cool, man. All right, what do you got, Oscar? Brave new world. Uh, my app actually costs money, and I bought it because Apple what? featured it, and I'm a Rube, four ninety nine. It's called Workflow, and they tout it as a powerful automa- um, automation made simple. I just bought it this past weekend, and it really, I j- I'm just scratching the, sur- the surface, but every, it's, it's a collection of apps in one app, basically, where they give you everything you would typically use in a day at your fingertips, which uh, come to think about 
if you wanted to take a selfie and you wanted a selfie button, Workflow could probably do that for you, but now the new Apple phone will. So they may be going out of business. But regardless, <laughs> uh, I, if you really, and I, I've been listening to a lot more of um, the Tim Ferriss, the Tim Ferriss show, the podcast that we listen to, um, Todd. Yeah. And I've just, anything to streamline and make any process more efficient, I'm, I am a mark for, I will spend money on. I'll let you know how this app works out for the next week and report back on the next episode. But it really enticed me, especially the way that they laid out the possibilities. All right. Very yeah. cool. Shortcuts. Now, my app is uh, also a piece of hardware, and I just received this in the mail today. It is Coin. You remember Coin? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it was the 2013. <laughs> yes. Uh, I never thought it would ship. It was one of those Kickstarter campaigns that had a great idea. What if we could just have one credit card and it had a programmable, uh, programmable magnetic strip where you could put in all of your other credit cards and this magical credit card would just change to whichever one you wanted. One to rule them all. That's right. One credit card to rule them all. It's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and uh, Lord of the Cards. It, Oh, my God, if somebody hasn't made a parody commercial of it, someone do it, please. (laughs) It's been done. And this thing is cool. Okay, so I opened it up today. I got I finally got it. And it's it's it feels like a regular credit card. It has a magnetic strip looking thing on the back and it has a like a four digit display on the front and one button where you can just select which credit card you want to use. And you just hand it over, and apparently they swipe it like a regular card, and it's going to use that card. Now, it has an app. And the app, uh, I just used it before the show, and it seems to work pretty well. I was able to use the camera to add all of my credit cards. And then there's a bu- one button that will sync it to your card using Bluetooth, which just blows my mind that this credit card has Bluetooth and it was able to to sync it mm. and do all that. It also comes with a like a little swipey thing where you plug it into your headphones and you can swipe and program it that way too. Todd was able to do this right before the program. It looks super easy. I remember when I we first got uh, Katie Cole. Um, yes, girl. Thank you, Katie. By yes, uh, she was kind of to get us both um, these for one. Uh, I think the Christmas of twenty thirteen. And if I'm not mistaken, and we got a email from her just a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure you got it. I think you were CC'd on it, Todd. Yep. Where it said, hey, uh, remember that coin I got you guys a couple of years ago? <laughs> it's finally shipping. It's on its way. And I totally forgot about it. And then when Todd uh, pulled it up to the camera, I was like, that's what that looks like. It looks <laughs> finally it's come. Do you think you're going to change the way you run around with your cards now? Is it just going to be I mean, uh, one guy? I hope so. I'm, they have a map on there that shows you all the merchants that, that this works at. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to work in the majority of machines. Uh, I'm looking forward to just trying it at a, all my usual like lunch spots to see if this thing really does work. I had a friend that posted on Facebook about a month ago. He got his before me. Uh, he says it works amazingly well. So um, it costs $99. Yeah. And uh, you can, it still says pre-order, but of course, you know, we bought it uh, or Katie bought it uh, during the Kickstarter campaign yeah. where they raised a lot of money because people want this. This is a cool idea, right? 
uh, I think they quickly learned it's much harder uh, than they originally thought to produce these because they, uh, at one point, um, they emailed us and they said, look, <laughs> it's, we have version 1.0 done, but it's kind of beta. It only works 70% of the time. Do you want your coin? Do you want it? And I remember going, no, I want yeah. the, something that works yeah. 100% of the time. Give me what you promised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is Coin 2.0. And it has like Bluetooth. It has NFC in it. And it comes with this swipe. I mean, where you plug in. You, it's kind of like this. What is it? Square where you plug that into your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can. So you use Can you this. hold it up again so we can see it? Yes, uh, sorry. Watch on Ustream. So this is... This is the, the okay. device. And so when you want to add your credit card, all you have to do is launch the app and then swipe your credit card through here. Cool. And it, it's worked flawlessly awesome. every single time. Very cool. Uh -huh. And the card is uh, some sort of sort of space age polymer. What what are they made out of? Yeah, it's made out of aluminum grade 7000 series. <laughs> no, I, I, you bring up a good point. I, when I first pulled this out of the box, I was like, oh, man, it's so flimsy. It's. I, I'm scared I'm going to break this thing. It seems like less, I don't know. Durable? Just, it, it, less, dur thank you, durable than a regular credit card. What about, is there, uh, I, I, again, I, I, I don't have it in my hand, so I apologize, it's a dumb question. Is there uh, an ability to slide something in between it? Is there, is there like a pocket in there that you just, we don't realize? There is just the card, just the card itself. Yeah, they just give you this card. So yeah, it has one button. And you can just toggle through which uh, card you want to use. It reprograms itself. You hand it to the server. They go and they use it. They can't switch it to another card when the thing is away from your phone. So they can't just accidentally put it on a different card or anything like that. It's locked in and this card just adapts itself and becomes whatever card you selected. So like a what a great idea, right? Pretty cool. Yeah, and then Apple Pay came out. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's gonna be tough. But but I don't. I've this... never used my Apple Pay yet. Have you? Oh yeah, of course. I use it all the time. Uh, must be where I shop. That's CVS across the street. Let me tell you, once that Rite Aid opens, it's curtains because they take Apple Pay at Rite Aid, and uh -huh. CVS doesn't. Then I'm. I mean, I'm just gonna go up there with my wrist and just keep swiping, swiping all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has NFC as well. This oh. credit card has NFC. How did they put? A battery, and I don't see any way to charge this thing, so I don't know how this works. But it has a display on it, yeah. like a Kindle display, like the kind of the black and white ink style display. And it's got a button. It's got NFC. It has a magnetic reprogrammable strip on the back. How did they pull this off? I have no idea. Mm. This is pretty neat stuff. Interesting. Um, I'll say that I'm excited to try it. Todd, you have to report back next episode, please, to let me know if you actually were able to use it where you usually usually shop on a daily basis, whether it's for lunch or groceries or what have you. Yeah. Because um, I want to know if it works the way it's supposed to work, then why not? Um, All right. Well, that's my app of the week, Coin. Very cool. I think this thing's going to be a huge success. Well, look, uh, a lot a lot was covered on today's show. I think uh, that if you're out there and you are a Tech 411 fan, then we're back on Ustream, baby. Uh, we actually baited. It held. It looks great. I was watching it here on my laptop as well. Todd, we got to work on your lighting outside of that. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're good to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be on Ustream Live as well. Uh, we'll be promoting it on the usual spots, Facebook, uh, Twitter, 
uh, also on, uh, on on our individual accounts. Uh, one quick um, announcement on September 23rd, I am hosting, uh, along with the Robert H. Smith School of Business, a podcast focus group uh, in D.C. All the details will be up on uh, our page, and I'll make sure to tweet it out and put it on Facebook. If you're a podcast or con- a podcast or content creator or just looking to get into it, uh, it's free. You're more than welcome. Uh, we just want to find out a little bit more about your uh, listening habits and what platforms you use to publish. Um, this is something along the lines we've always talked about, Todd, uh, when we've had a couple of Jack and Cokes, but it's getting uh, it's getting streamlined, and then, uh, I think it's going to be beneficial really to the content creators that uh, come on out. Uh, there's already um, a handful of people that have RSVP'd, but I think it'll be interesting to see what type of feedback we get. So pretty cool. This is on uh, the 23rd? 23rd, Wednesday the 23rd, September. Are you yeah. broadcasting? No, no, no. It's going to be something if you're in the D.C. area that you'll come out to the Ronald Reagan building, um, the Robert H. Smith School of okay, Business so has a campus a, there. Are you teaching or I'm, do it like I'm, a meetup group? Uh, this is my, uh, one of my classes uh, is an entrepreneurial class, and this has to do with Free App Company, and uh, my classmates and I are putting this together to find out more about our customers. Oh, very, very cool. cool. Yes. That is neat. So it'll be a lot of fun. And Tomo, I uh, will send you a personal invite. We just posted a couple of days ago. Okay, I appreciate cool. that. Cool. And uh, for me, uh, I, I know I promoted this before. Spill Zone is a new game that I just came Love out it. with. Oh, uh, Mac was playing it earlier. Yeah. You like it? He's so excited. Yeah, I was playing, he gets giddy. Uh, in between shows. Yeah. I have so many ideas there where I want to take this. And. We haven't stopped working on it. Now, I know version 1.1 just hit iTunes, and we're at the, like, version 1.2 on Android. Android always gets the releases first because there's no, you know, review process. Yeah. But we're going to take this game um, uh, it, it, to a good place. Um, it it didn't launch as good as I wanted it to. It was featured on Google Play, which was awesome. But uh, it it got a lot of bad reviews. It's like if you read the reviews, this is, it did not go well. What happened? Uh, we made some mistakes with the game. Uh, we had to make some last minute decisions um, with the lives. Everyone hates this lives concept where you get a certain number of lives and you, you have you have to earn them or you know earn more of them. Nobody liked that. Nobody likes the ads. But it's funny. It's like I hate the lives. I hate all the ads. But the game is really good. And so I, if I could just, you know, wind back time, I would get rid of that altogether. And I just would have said, screw it. I'm not going to make money on this. But, you know, uh, hopefully people will love it. And yeah. so it's a lesson learned. You know, uh, it, it does suck that, you know, you, you try to make a little bit of money to cover the costs. And you get blasted for it these days. So yeah, I thought, and look, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you know this industry better than I do. But I'm of the opinion that if I get a free game, I know there's going to be ads on it. Like yeah. so, someone's got to pay for the, for the, for the, these lights to be on. Yeah. Someone's got to pay for the space, <laughs> the engineers. I mean, that doesn't just happen out of someone's goodwill. Yeah. And it, and it costs an incredible amount of money. Uh, to make a game. Oh, so yeah. uh, and I can, you know, it's like I, I've spent two years. I came up with the idea two years ago. So the culture, when, though, is it changed? I I think it's changing. Um, you know, I think people are just so frustrated with advertising uh, that the the better model 
is is to not have an ad support. Are they game. willing to pay for that? Um, because before it was like you had to pay for the for the no ads, right? Yeah. Version. That's what I mean. Yeah. I would I would upgrade if I really loved a game, but then it went to just the freemium model, and 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 again, I'm this is not just for me. This is really for I think anyone listening right now that develops. Is if there's a shift happening, that would be interesting to know about. Um, I'll yeah, say- I don't know if there's a shift happening, yes. but I I can tell you that people hate ads, and we already knew that, right? Yeah, who do, but, who likes ads? I will ads? say, as just a consumer, I'm yes. only consumer. Ads, I will pay to remove ads. If I mean, typically, it's. Almost kind of like a demo, like the free is a demo, and I will pay if like I like the game. Like a demo on Xbox Live or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I will pay if I like the game, and I will keep playing the game, and I just want to just roll through it and just yeah. constantly play it. I will, I have in the past paid to remove ads. But you, see, that's important to know, but would you want, a, and this is just you, so people have different opinions, but would you want a, a, a separate standalone ad uh, app with no ads? Uh, That's... Somewhat better, yeah. Okay. I mean, actually, if if it's there's the option of just one app, I would prefer one app and then removable you can just remove ads. ads. Yeah, because I mean okay. that way save files and all that. And uh, but that's what you're doing, right, Tomo? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is like coming off a of compulsive, I always build on you know the previous game I wrote, and with compulsive, I, I got a lot of I got beaten up over the ads as well. Every time you play a game there would be like a full screen interstitial. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that did come back in the form of like a lot of negative reviews. And I just don't understand it. It's what everyone else is doing, you know. And so this time uh, we made a, a late minute change to the game where you don't need lives to play. You start out with five lives, but once you get down to zero lives, then I start showing you, you see ads. ads. I went yeah. through that same process. I was like, this is fair. Yeah, and so you get to play it for a long time without seeing an ad yeah. until you lose all your lives, but you can get lives really, really easily. Like, you could invite your friends, and I know a lot of people hate that, but you could invite your friends on Facebook. You get one easy. every 30 minutes, or you could just buy a whole bag of lives. Like, it was more generous than Compulsive ever was, and I feel like, you know, it, that that it beat us up kind of unfairly, but yeah, I, I think... Um, Going forward, it's, yeah, I don't know. We're going to, so anyway, I'm not letting that bother me, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Uh, I'm, I like the game so much and I like the concept and the theme, the science theme behind it, that we're going to push through it. And I think version two, we're working on version two and we're going to, we're going to kind of like redo some things Yeah, and maybe it's not going to make a lot of money. But at this point, it's like one of those things where it's like, I love this game. Fun, I just want other people to Smart. love it. Smart. And, and even if we don't make any money at it, um, we're going to go forward The world with it. deserves to play this game. I'm going to invest, you know, a lot more time into it and more features. So um, if you do our list, if you are listening to this podcast, please download Spillzone. You can just go to spill.zone in your mobile browser. It'll take you right to the App Store. And um, download it, and then once you get it installed, go to settings, uh, the settings gear, then go to about, and then enter code. Enter the code LABRAT, L-A-B-R-A-T, and you're going to get a bunch of lives, a bunch of stars, and you won't see any ads. 
I want, I want to make sure everyone has a great experience who's listening to this show. So try entering that promo code and give Spillzone a, a try. I think you really like it. Cool, man. Look at you. Like you're making the world a better place. <laughs> One spill at a it's time. It's just a game. <laughs> no, but I've, look, I've got to see behind the, the, the curtain of bits uh, where, the, I mean, it's been two years. I remember the first yeah. time when you were cons- just talking about the name. When we were we were actually talking about what name you were going to choose for so, this game. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I originally I called it Spill, and I actually had the name. It was completely reserved on iTunes, and no one else could have it. And then while I'm developing the game, someone came out with this app called Spill, you know, and it was a social network kind of app for for like uh, people in messy school. people. What messy people? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was kind of like spill your guts. I think. Oh, I got like, you. Like, like a you secret were, app. Like, like you're, let's say you're Mac and you know, you want to, you're having some problems in life and you want to ask uh, people for help, but you don't want to ask, you know, your friends, you know, cause maybe it's embarrassing. It's kind of like you could just ask an anonymous question and get uh, feedback from experts. Do, do these male Uggs make my ankles look fat? <laughs> right? Something like, like Yik Yak. <laughs> I'm with you. I think it's more like serious type questions, issues, you know, maybe you're getting bullied in school or something. And, and, you know, the app seemed like it had um, a a good purpose to it. And and when I saw that, you know, um, I was like, oh, man, even though I have the name Spill, I'm going to have to make it more unique now because I don't want to. You don't want to kill out, uh, kill off. Oh, look at you. you well, I don't want to be get in trouble either. Maybe they copy. But you also copyright. don't want to kill off an app that's trying to do some good. Well, they're doing good. And and <laughs> when, when it came out, and I remember talking to you about it. I was like, do I call it Spill, Spill Zone? What do I call it? Uh, I'm glad I went with Spill Zone. It was cool. I got the website, Spill.Zone. Um, dot Zone. How much does a Dot Zone cost you these days? Uh, I don't know, like 30 bucks or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Mac Dot Zone. No, <laughs> it's just Mac in the zone. sitting there in his bedroom by himself, live cam. Great <laughs> <laughs> people would probably watch him playing games. I hope the not. Mac Zone, the Mac Zone, Mac Zone, <laughs> and they think they think it's all about Macs and computers, right? But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Mac. Yeah, yep. his name is Mac. <laughs> yep. This is his zone. <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Somebody, please make that <laughs> some sort of gif. Uh, but right. anyway, so like, well, what what happened to Spill? Uh, it it was funny because I saw, I checked in on it at one point, and there was all this negativity and really awful internet trolling on the app, and I couldn't believe what it kind of sounded like. The same thing happened to Secret, right? Yeah, like it just got infiltrated with really awful people. And they ended up, they either sold it or they shut it down, oh. but that app no longer exists. But you are already committed to Spill Zone. Oh, yeah. Got it. Well, look, uh, Lab Rats, that code, all you have to do is uh, download Lab- the app mm-hmm. and then uh, hit the settings button, enter the code, and you're good to and go. You, and you won't have to experience that awful advertising. Uh, and then. I'm so sorry for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> look, I think that everybody that really understands how these games are made and uh, values the type of engineering that's, that it takes to build these um, that wouldn't mind the ads, especially at the level you put them because you went through iterations of this. Like you yeah. actually, I, we actually, I actually tested different betas of your, of your strategy. 
And I thought this one was like a okay, good to go. Like there's you play five times and you listen to an ad and you're good to go. So we were gonna do kind of like what my favorite game, like uh, uh, venture capitalist, adventure capitalist. That's one of the games I still play. They did this uh, rewarded video. So if you wanted to like make more money, you could watch a video ad for like four hours, and then you get this bonus for four hours. And I really liked that concept. It it wasn't intrusive. It wasn't like in your face with ads. You had a choice. You had a choice. Yeah. You want to watch it, you get a bonus. If you don't, you don't. And I thought that was a really good model. So that's the model I chose. Uh, but then at at the right the day before we were going to launch, uh, we got some bad news that we weren't able to to use the rewarded video as we uh, originally wanted. Mm. So. We couldn't do that. Like, there's pivot. a lot of advertisers that do not want uh, to be in that model. Okay, right. like they feel like, oh, you're just paying people to watch this ad. They don't really care about this ad. You're gaming the ad system. Yeah, and and so you know, we use the wrong ad networks and this and that. So we had to make a last minute decision. So I took all the <clears throat> rewarded video out, and instead, I didn't give enough ways to earn lives and and what i should have done is just like just got rid of the whole stupid and just thing. made it clean and then see, see what yeah. happens later and that like don't i shouldn't have worried about you know trying to make a buck and because you don't make a lot of money no. with these games unless you got millions of people like playing it and spreading it all over the internet right so i've never made a lot of money off of games but they're fun and i enjoy doing it it's a very creative uh process and I think, again, I'm going to say this is one of my best ideas in terms of games and game strategy. So uh, just give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Perfect. All right. Again, the code is LabRat. Um, fun show, gentlemen. Thank you for making the time yeah. on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And uh, check it out. Cool. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.